Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sane, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best lives every day. everybody, welcome back to the Brunch and Slay podcast. I'm your host, Amira Sane, founder of BAS Media and Brunch and Slay, the ultimate lifestyle, media, digital, everything you need and everything you love platform. If you can't tell, I'm smiling. You know why? Because life is good. I'm here another day. It rained all day, which I, most people don't like rainy days, but I love them. And not because I get sleepy. I love them because it's like this cleanse and I get all this creative energy. So rainy days have always been days that I love. And today was a beautiful rainy day. And I cannot complain about that. So before we get started today, I wanted to do something a little new. I want to shout out the folks who are actually listening to the show and and answering the call. And you know what my call is. Review, rate, and subscribe and share the show. So this week, we are uh, shouting out Petite Fastinista. She says, love the energy of the show. You can literally smile listening to Amira talk and her guests always share great stories and tips. So it's a must follow. Thank you, Petite Fastinista. And that is such a cute name, right? Fastinista. She is a marathon runner. It just so happens I pulled hers today and she's been on the show. You guys have probably heard her by the time this comes out, but thank you so much. And for those of you who have not yet have the opportunity, because I know if you had the opportunity, you would have already reviewed the show, because those are the kind of folks who listen. I know you. I know you're busy, girl. But when you get a chance, go ahead. When you're waiting in the doctor's office or you're waiting on that treadmill to open up the gym, go ahead and pull out your phone and give us a review, a five-star rating, and a subscribe and share the episode that you love the most on your platform so that we can give you a proper thank you. So, Yes, that is my, my housekeeping for today. But guys, life is good. All is well. We have had so many amazing people on the show, and you've heard a number of them thanks to the lady who's on the show today. So uh, we'll definitely dive into her background and everything that she does. But she is one of those people who truly, we have never met face to face, but I feel like we know each other already because she has been just sending good vibes my way, supportive folks my way, and getting me aligned and in touch with so many powerhouse women that you've heard on this show. I want to welcome to the show someone who really has just knocked my socks off. She is a nutritionist, a PR guru, the founder of Black Girls Eat, which is a platform she created for women of color to have real talk about their relationship with food. Now, I know everybody I know can talk about their relationship with food, whether it's hate or love, which I hope you love it, right? But we could all use a little bit of improvement. So before I totally butcher everything that she stands for, I want to welcome to the show Ms. Noni Robinson. Hey, Noni. Hey, Amira. What's up, ladies? I'm so excited to be here. Um, this has been a long time coming. Um, I feel like I've known Amira for a long time. We've been in communication, and tonight is finally my night. I know. It's so long overdue, so I'm totally cheesing. It's like a class reunion. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or, or we can go real old school, like a pen pal. 
a pen pal. Remember that? I miss those days. Yeah, I was a dorky person who used to have pen pals. I'll go ahead and put myself yeah. out there because I did. I'm not gonna my, lie. My pen pal was from Nigeria and his name was Rotome. See, I would have I remember trouble. him like yesterday. Well, I would have got in trouble for having boys write me letters. So that wouldn't have <laughs> <laughs> I would have had all kind of questions. My mom probably would be really open in the letters, making sure we weren't talking about anything else. That's how she goes. Right. right. <laughs> Even though I was pretty much good on that front. But but yeah. So let's jump right in. Now, I got so many questions because you are like, I'd like to call myself, well, I'll, I won't even dis- disrespect you, but I always call myself, you know, Jane of all trades, a master of none. But you are right. many trades and many different connections. Like, and, and just to start off now, you're from the Maryland, D.C., the, what are, the DMV area. Yes, I reside in the DMV area, actually in Baltimore. I've lived here for about a little over 20 years, but I'm actually from New Jersey. Um, but uh, Baltimore has become my home um, after I graduated from college and I never left. And it's been wonderful to me. Yeah. And you know, that's one of my, DC, that area is one of my favorite places to be. The energy is just so contagious there. So it didn't surprise me when I started to get all these great women that you were sending my way from the DMV because it, the energy there, yeah. I can feel the energy when you drive in. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. You can feel it. You feel it. Yeah. We have it going on, don't we? <laughs> yes, y'all do. <laughs> yes, y'all do. So let's, let's jump in. Now, let's talk about, mm-hmm. today we're going to talk about and really focus on Black Girls Eat. So let's talk about where that mm-hmm. came from and what inspired you to really create this movement. Sure, sure. Well, I, I, I want to go back to, I guess, where my interest in nutrition and food came from. And I would have to um, give kudos to my grandmother, um, um, Frankie May. I learned all about preparing fresh whole foods from her. She was a, I would like to say she's a chef and, and she wasn't, you know, we didn't recognize our grandmothers or consider them chefs at the time or, or nutritionists um, for that matter. She basically knew what was healthy, what was good for me, um, the rest of our family, the community, the neighbors. If you had a cold, um, if you needed to gain weight, um, you would go to Nana Frankie, we called her, and she would, she would whether you drank the, the uh, juice from the collard greens, whether she made fresh squeezed orange juice, um, she was all things food and nutrition. So when I when I was creating Black Girls Eat, I was like, well, where did my passion begin? And, and it started very much from my grandmother's kitchen as a as a little girl. She, you know, back then everybody cooked um, fresh foods. Everything was made from scratch, and um, that's where it all began. So you got to tell um, me what are the pros of that good pot liquor? Because you know we're from the south. That's what we call the juice from the greens, pot liquor. So tell pot, me, the pot liquor. What we it's can all use about that, that pot liquor. You can <laughs> use, you can use that for your digestive system. You can use that for energy. You can use that to strengthen your immune system um, when you have a cold. Um, it just you know people are walking around with these green shakes, and if you think about it, Amira, we've been doing that since we were little girls, right? We just didn't have all that extra milk added to it, water added to it. It was straight from the pot, right? Yeah. And yeah. we didn't really know, right? So I'm like, you know, this I got this from Frankie May. She she did not go to college. 
I don't even think she knew that she was basically a nutritionist and a chef. She was just doing what she was taught from her mother and she passed it on to me. And then my love of um, healthy foods. And then I went to school um, to um, study health science and nutritional science. And then there you have it. Wow. And so since you brought up juicing, I want to kind of tap onto that because I like to juice or I did until recently I totally gave up my juice machine. It was just taking up too much room. <laughs> but it can be cumbersome. Yeah. Yes, yes. But I'm glad you mentioned that because a lot of times you see people buying the prepackaged flavored juice uh, for fresh yes. juice. But I know that when you fresh press, the nutrients only last for what is it, 48 hours? They're not last very much long at all. So everything is like a one-stop shop. You should make it and drink it. You know, you can't store it for long. You know, they have a lot of um, companies out here that are selling um, these fresh juices and people store them for weeks at a time, but you're losing your nutrients. Like if you, same thing as if you, if you cook broccoli for so long and you cook it to the point where it's soft, you're losing some of the nutrients. So it's, it's best to blanch it. It's the same principle. Okay. See, I'm glad you talked about that because I mean, especially with you really helping us wake up to our relationship and having these conversations. Now, I know I want to talk about this because it's so on trend and so hip to be vegan and no knocking with folks who are vegan power to you. Mm -hmm. I am so glad Mm -hmm. because I still need a little protein. I'm not there yet. I wish I could be. I'd be much more fine. (laughs) So let's talk about that. What are your thoughts about the vegan movement? Um, I'm I'm happy that um, women are taking control of their health and people are much more interested in nutrition and living a healthy lifestyle more than ever. I just think it is an individual choice in terms of if you have any certain health issues, um, what your budget is, what your level of understanding is. So I like to look at it as a case-by-case basis. And I know that it's hard daily for anyone to get all of the nutrients that we need to sustain ourselves healthily every day. It's, it's very much hard and it's a job. Um, so for women who are on the go and that are vegans, I have vegans in my family and um, most of them travel with their food. So, cause it makes it, it makes it harder when you eat a certain way and you're on the go and you're traveling or if you're going to restaurants, you have to be very, very specific and careful. So it's just like getting dressed every day or waking up and going to work. It has to be a daily party regimen to live a healthy lifestyle and make time for it like we do everything else. Wow. So when you set out and you decided to create a space, what were yes. some of the key things you really like? I'm sure there's a thorn in your side, something you really want to help us change. What are a couple of those things? Well, my, my, the reason why I chose this platform, Black Girls Eat, was um, very personal. Um, you know, when I think of Black women, Black girls, um, particularly Black women, we are killing the game, Amira, in entrepreneurship, right? Um, being moms, partners, wives. We are killing the game in uh, corporate America. We are killing the game being community activists in the political world. But what we are not killing the game is in terms of taking charge of our health. So like what really resonates to me was the state of black women's health. We are doing dynamic 
in terms of our careers and education. But 82% of black women are over a healthy weight. Over 65% of black women engage in no leisure time physical activity. I would say half of black girls born um, in the, the year 2000, we're projected to have or develop type 2 diabetes unless our diet or levels of activity change. So when I look at all these nutrition-related diseases and how we are not taking care of ourselves in terms of our physical and nutritional health, I had to look deeper to what is the issue. It's not knowledge, it's not intelligence, it's not access. So I said, I need to create this movement as, so women can discuss what is the issue with our relationship with food, why can't we conquer that as a community? So there comes Black Girls Eat. Wow. So let's talk about some of those nutritional-based um, diseases. We know diabetes, yes. right? We know diabetes, high blood, high blood pressure, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a difference, there's a difference um, between being overweight and obese and morbidly obese, you know? And, and we run the gamut. It has become a social norm. Um, you know, we can, no matter what size you are nowadays, you can find clothes to wear, right? Um, you know, you can get extra seat or, or, or a larger seat belt on the plane. You can get a job. You can get uh, weight loss surgery. All of these things are out there in the world for us to have a quick fix. But I want to deal with why do we allow ourselves to get here? Mm. So I would think there's definitely some emotional components to most, most definitely. And I, I um, would like to share, you know, my story when my, I would say that I'm an emotional eater. And when I look back, when I was doing research to start this movement, I really looked back and pulled the layers to my own personal story. And mine started, my emotional eater started when I was a young age because there was some, there was some violence going on in my home. So I looked to food to food, you know, so I had to deal with that issue to go ahead and make different changes so I will have healthy habits. And it's a process. It's a process. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. let's let's think about where we want to start. So if someone's listening right now and they're thinking, okay, I want to know more about this. How can I? get this ball rolling to be, hold myself accountable for what I'm putting in my mouth and how inactive or active I am. Where do you suggest they start? I suggest they start with um, reaching out to a nutritionist in their area and one who specifically deals with uh, mindful eating um, or emotional eating. Um, So sometimes it's a twofold process. Um, You deal with some uh, one-on-one counseling and a nutritionist, but it's it's really basically starting. The first step is to look at yourself and see why. First, acknowledging that there is an issue and what you're reaching for. It's no different with food than when people reach for alcohol or drugs or sex or shopping. It's the same issues but it's just looked at as a social norm. It's not illegal. It's not looked at as harmful the way that it should be, but it's an addiction just like other things. This episode was produced and edited by S1G1 Productions. There's a place that shines a light on women who operate in excellence. 
a place that creates experiences for women and partners with entrepreneurs and businesses and brands who value your dollars. That place is brunchandslay.com. It's experiences you love, connections you crave, and content that inspires. Brunchandslay.com. We're building something. And now back to Brunch and Slay. Wow. So there's so many things about that that really make sense to me. Number one, I know as a people, and and I, and, and I especially being from the South, we love our butter. We love our barbecue. Yeah. You know, we love our, we're, we are carnivorous people. <laughs> yes. And, and, and of course, it's delicious, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I even catch myself, like, I, I don't cook with a ton of butter, but I definitely incorporate a lot more olive oil into recipes that ask for butter. And if I can do without it, period, I do. Um, and I try to create a lot more vegetables. Like, my daughter's relationship with vegetables is much better than mine was at her age. Because I Good. literally put that into her from the beginning. You're going to eat it. It just is what it is. Wow. Um, so, basically, I, you, basic, basically, you're role modeling healthy eating and um, proper nutrition to it. So when we think about role models as parents, a lot of times parents don't think about food. Like a lot of parents will say, my child doesn't eat that. They don't eat this. The, the child is watching what the parent's eating and their reaction to food. So I'm glad you brought that up, Amira. It's important for parents to know children are watching them and what, they, what they're eating and not eating and how what their relationship with food is. It's funny you say that because I literally, uh, I don't know if you probably don't know this, but I took, I went back to work um, about six months ago and because my schedule totally changed, I went from cooking pretty much everything. Like I was the mom who made my kids baby food. Like that's who I am when I went, that's the world I want to live in. Like that's the total zen I want to be. But going back to work, my schedule totally changed. I found myself stopping at Chick-fil-A, trying to give her healthy choices because thankfully there are a few healthy fast food, if you want to call it fast food, but drive-through, that's what I call fast. But they have like good healthy choices. But she was eating a lot more Chick-fil-A than I really was comfortable with, honestly. And um, mm-hmm. I listened, I've just finished Michelle Obama's book. I don't know if you've read it yet. Yes, I have. Okay, great. So let's talk about it. How the Let's Move movement, and I'm literally listening to her tell the story about, you know, Malia eating too much McDonald's and the doctor telling her yeah. about her on the track for being a... a and she you know, was horrified. Yes. Yeah. And I thought, yeah. okay, so it's not just me. Number one, shout out to, you know, Michelle Obama for being that real and showing those things about, you know, when you are working mom and you are out here trying to climb the corporate ladder and build something and then also have other desires where, you know, that sense of community at the same time, still trying to raise a child who has a healthy relationship with food. What are your suggestions for moms out there who can totally relate to pulling up to Chick-fil-A? Because it just makes sense. I haven't even got to soccer practice yet. Like I'm not even in that age yet where these folks have to jump from work and take the kids to practice and do homework and still try to give them healthy food. How do they navigate those waters? Um, I definitely went to a couple, quite a few drive-thrus in my day when, when my little girl was young. But if you have to make that choice, like you said, Amira, there are healthier options at these fast food places. But I found when I made my change in terms of my daughter and trying to make changes for myself, it was always preparation was key, just like with taking care of yourself. 
So we tended to not go to the drive-thru so much when on Sundays I had things laid out properly. When I took that extra 90 minutes, it made the rest of the week smoother and the decision-making for eating easier and more healthy. Mm, So there are no shortcuts. You said that at the beginning, but I was still looking for one. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we have to be real, right? Shit, sometimes it's just hard. It, it is hard, and you don't want to take that 90 minutes on Sunday because you're already thinking, what is going to happen this week? How do I do this? Washing clothes, if you got to do hair. Just or if you want to do nothing on Sunday. But I promise you, it makes the world a difference. And I know you're, I know you're right. I'm not even going to argue mm-hmm. with you because I'm one of those people mm-hmm. who just own it. Like, hey, it is what it is. There are no shortcuts. Right. I have to do it. And I literally told myself that prior to this conversation, maybe two weeks ago, I'm like, okay, girl, you're just going to have to prep three solid meals. And, and you know, Amira, they make it easier for you now because they have, they even have the produce and everything cut up for you if you, if you don't even feel like cutting it anymore. I know. They make right. everything. But mm-hmm. you know, I'm still mm-hmm. one of those people with a side eye sadly on that because what chemicals are you spraying on that for that stuff, those apples not to brown? <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm going to cut it open myself. I'll put that time. But you're right. You're so right. Right. It's just, you know what? There are no excuses. You can figure it out. We figure it out. And we, and I'm going to have to. You're going to have to. Cause she, she's baby girls watching. You're right. I mean, there is no, just call me out girl. Just tell it like it is. It is is. baby girls watching. I love it. So I want to ask you something that's probably a little personal. Sure. As an entrepreneur, a lot of us have these dreams and these goals and these, and I won't even say, I hate to even call them dreams. They're desires because you wouldn't act on them if they truly weren't calling on your soul. They're these desires of your heart for this business, for this thing that lit you up, that makes you stay up late and makes you wake up early. And I'm sure you have goals for Black Girls Eat. So would you be open to sharing some of those dreams that you have? Because perhaps this audience can touch and agree and send those vibes your way and even help along that journey. So what are some of the dreams? Close your eyes and you visualize what this can become. What's like, what are some of those dreams? Okay. The first dream is I want it to be a global movement. Um, just not for the DMV. I want it to be global. I want it to be everywhere. I want it to be, you know, when you're with your girls and you might be on a girls trip or you just might be on the phone and you have those sister talks and maybe their partner or their husband or boyfriend is an acting right and we all get on there about it. I want it to be the same in terms of what we're eating in our health and you. I want it to be that same effort, that same passion. That same girl, I'm not going to let you go down this road with this man. I want it to be the same thing. I don't want you on these high blood pressure pills. I don't want you to walk around and your knees hurt. I want it to be the same passion and desire and the same amount of effort when we're dealing with our community, our friends, our sisters, you know, our women in church, our, our family. I want it to be the same kind of conversation. So essentially, I just want it to be a movement and I want it to be something that resonates with everyone and that we are having these difficult conversations. And to me, it doesn't seem like it should be difficult. If we can talk to our friends, our girls about everything from A to Z, why can't we express concern about where our health is headed or what we think? I love that. And I think you're you're right. 
I mean, there is no excuse. Just like we just said, there is no excuse. Yes, there's no excuse. We we, we have prayer partners, right? Mm -hmm. People have prayer partners. People have check-ins regarding entrepreneurship and mentors. Where are our wellness mentors, right? Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, that's the beautiful thing. I think to truly live the brunch and slay life, it's a a whole life. It's not one particular yeah. department. It's the whole of yeah. you. Even when you're going yeah. to brunch and slay with your girls, there are some delicious places that you can eat that are farm to table. So delicious. You know? So delicious. Yeah. It's so, it's so many places. And, and, and you don't have to, and if you do choose to indulge like we all do, it doesn't have to be all the time. Oh, no. Right? No, it doesn't have to be all the time. And, you know, our conversations need to be different because these statistics are not lying at all. And we all know somebody, whether it's ourselves or someone we love, someone we care about who has a nutrition-related disease. You can't tell me that we don't. Oh. And when I say that, I mean high blood pressure, heart disease, diabetes, overweight, underweight, obesity. One of those. We all know somebody. So true. I mean, I wish I could say you're a lie, but it's the truth, right. which is it's very sad. And I just, my, my hope it's, it's, is that one day you and I will listen to this and say, man, look how far we've come. Seriously. Look how far we've come. Yeah. Because like I said earlier, aren't we playing the game in every other area of our lives? Yeah. 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 So who are three women right now in just period in life who are truly inspiring you. I'm sure you need to get filled up just like the rest of us. Who is like giving you life? I do. Giving me life. So the first woman I acknowledge always was Frankie May, my grandmother, um, who gave me um, a love of foods, healthy foods, cooking, and how to care for people and show love through food. Um, The other two people who I admire dearly, uh, Morgan Dixon and Vanessa Garrison. They are the founders of Girl Trek. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Girl Trek. It's the largest public health nonprofit for African-American women and girls in the United States. Oh, wow. And they, they encourage um, women to use walking as a practical first step to exercise. And they want to inspire healthy families and communities. And they targeted uh, the 50 most high-needed communities in the rural south and Midwest. And that's also known as the obesity belt. And their goal is to get uh, one million women of color to, to walking on a regular basis. And they are awesome and phenomenal. If anyone could check out their TED Talk, it is Morgan Dixon and Vanessa Garrison, the founders of Girl Trek, G-I-R-L-T-R-E-K. And they are wonderful. And they have started a walking movement. Um, based on the statistics of Black women and uh, our health today. Well, you know what? I had not heard of them, but I definitely will follow them. But I can, I tell people all the time, walking is all you need. It walking is, is all you need. I literally, oh gosh, man, it's been maybe eight years ago. I signed up, I got a, a postcard in the mail about a breast cancer walk that was 36, 40, some, 42 miles. <laughs> And I thought, that sounds cool, because I'm just Mm -hmm. one of those people. And um, I signed up, 
when I signed up, they apparently it was way past the time everybody had been raising money for a year. I signed up like the event was maybe six weeks out. <laughs> and wow. I started walking to prepare for this walk. And I yeah. literally got a high from it. I'm just one of those people who like to conquer different things. I think that's part of my issue. Right. But I started yeah. walking and I did this walk. It was, I did the 36 miles. I didn't do 42, but I did 36 miles. After I did that, it literally changed everything for me because my body changed. And it was literally just walking. I didn't have to run. I didn't have to uh, commit to anything I knew I wasn't going to do. I got peace from walking. I got to listen to music or podcast or whatever I wanted to do. And it literally, like every piece of cellulite fell off of my body. I was comfortable. I didn't have yes. to do push-ups or sit-ups, just walking. And you slept well. I'm oh, sure you slept, slept well. well. And that was just part of your self-care and it felt good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm trying to get back to it. I am. I am. <laughs> so I, I, you know, they have started this movement and, and I pray and hope that Black Girls Eat can be the same because we need the physical and we need the nutritional for us to have an optimum life. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm so excited. I'm excited about it, too. And I do think that it starts with, with the dream, you know, and it starts with you putting it out there. And I'm glad that you did mention to actually seek a nutritionist, because I don't know that that's something that is truly publicized. You know, I think people know that nutritionists exist, you know, and I think they, they hear more about diets and quick fixes than they do about just basically sitting down with somebody who can tell you about what to eat for your body type, what to eat in the first step. Yeah. It's it's no quick healthy fix besides behavior change and that's where everything in life where that we want to sustain, right? You have to make behavior change and that's what's hard with anything. So at this point, I mean when you say most people know what's healthy for them and what's not. So I'm just trying to get to the bottom line as to why we still make those unhealthy choices. Well, Godspeed, my sister. Godspeed. <laughs> <laughs> So one of the things I love to do is find out what good vibes and prayers can the listeners send your way? What can we do to help you achieve your goal of making, you know, Black Girls Eat a true conversation starter and a true movement? You can send prayers my way, but begin to have conversations with your sisters, your friends, your coworkers, you know, when you're concerned or if you can offer a word of encouragement. Let's treat how we, you know, eat or don't eat. Let's treat it as important as other relationships that we have. So your relationship with food is key. And my hashtag and actually my Instagram is we are healthy AF and AF and for as our fork. And that's true because we're literally digging our grave with what we're putting on our forks. So just, you know, Tap your sister, have a conversation. You know, I'm concerned. Let's take a walk. Let's do this. Let's do that. Make healthy behavior changes and be each other's wellness supporters. I love your play on the AF. (laughs) Yes. I always have to make it clear because people always think it's something else. But, you know, it it rolls off the tongue well and and it speaks volumes. Yes, it does. No, I love that. I love it. So this Saturday... You can brunch with anybody in the world, dead or alive. Who are you brunching with? I, w- I want to see my grandmother again and tell her what I'm doing. Um, I'm sure she's watching me. Just let her know how much I've learned. And I appreciate her. 
she set the she set the tone and and and, and she um, set the tone for me to start Black Girls Eat. Isn't it awesome how you know our ancestors really truly lay a foundation? And oh my gosh, right? This, this is all this is all her, and it's like. I just sometimes, you know, would have liked to, her to see me now in the, in the flesh and we could be doing this together, mm-hmm. you know? So just, it's, it's, all, it's all coming through her, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, real talk, it's all coming through Nana Frankie. But it's such an honor and a privilege to be able to take it to the next level. And honestly, that's it truly is. accountability because you think about if they have the resources that right. we have. There are no excuses. Yes. This is one of those times when I'm like, when I get the nerve to have a pity party. <laughs> right, 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 right. I, my sister and I, we talk about this all the time. I think about my granny and I say, she would be like, girl, shut up. Are you serious? If you don't get up, if you don't get up and get in the kitchen. <laughs> do you know what I had to do to be able to keep my five kids? Girl, sit down. That's right. Seriously. That's right. <laughs> or complaining about making a fresh biscuit. You know that's nothing. <laughs> like you owe it, you owe it to your granny, y'all who listening. You owe it to your granny to make it to make your you dreams. Too. You owe it to they her. are everything. They yeah. are everything. You owe it to her because what they endured for us to be able to do half the foolery that we waste our coins on is just come on. Right. All right. Wait. So, so what area of your life are you currently slaying? I am slay, slaying and discovering my purpose for my life and a passion for helping others find wholeness. Mm, that's a beautiful place to slay. That's a nice space. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. And, and I'm finally, you know, I'm so happy that I'm finally getting to that place. I knew it was going to be a part of my lifetime. I just wasn't sure when. And it, it is coming into fruition. You know, I am beginning to be the happiest that I've ever been. Um, the type of woman I've always wanted to become. I'm still growing, but my have I come full circle, and I'm excited. That's beautiful. That's really beautiful. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. So where can people follow you, and how can they support you? People can follow Black Girls Eat uh, on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook um, at We Are Healthy. A as in Apple, F as in Frank, um, and website is coming soon. You can reach out to me via email at BGE, Black Girls Eat Healthy at gmail.com. It's BGE Healthy at gmail.com. I'm available for weight loss coaching, nutrition education, speaking engagement, assisting with menu planning, behavior change, with wellness. I am a one-stop shop resource, and I'm, I'm interested in helping folks with one-on-one mindful eating coaching, workshop facilitation. Facilitation, just reach out. And again, my name is Noni Robinson, and I appreciate all of you. And let's rock this life out. Yes. And, and guys, that means you don't have to look any further. You heard this and you were thinking, oh, where can I find a nutritionist? Found her. Okay. So this is not somebody who woke up and said, I think I like food. I read a couple of books. No, she has studied. She's done the homework. She's yes. The foundation. Yes. I would not. Yes. 
dare put you out there like that, you know, but this is an excellent resource to get the ball rolling, you know, and, and to really hold ourselves accountable. I'm already like, literally, she called me out the way I need to be called out. Like, girl, there's no excuse. Do it. I mean, seriously, what you want me to tell you? You want me to make up something? No, just do it. Quit playing. (laughs) And you you have a million interviews to do. You have to be satiated and, and, and nutritionally fed. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're right. There's nothing to it but to do it. But that's exactly mm-hmm. what I needed to hear. And that's that's the kind of women and that's the kind of in your face of everything I need in my life. I don't need people who beat around right. the bush. Just tell me, girl, stop. You know better. Okay, just you're stop, right. Just stop. <laughs> and, and, I, and I want you to uh, promise to holler at Noni when you come to DMV so we can go get a healthy brunch. Oh, I would love nothing more than to yeah. do that. So you got yourself a yeah. date. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. I am extremely happy to be able to finally bring you in front of our audience. And I wish you abundant success and more, I guess, than your heart can desire, more than you even think that you want. Thank you, Amira. I want the same for you, too. Oh, thank you. Now, guys, you know what I'm going to say. If you enjoyed this conversation, which I'm sure you did, first thing I'm going to say is go ahead and follow Noni. Give her feed a try. I always say give them 30 days. You will not delete. Anybody who's literally making it their life's work to help you feel good about yourself and your skinny jeans, then why would you not want to follow them? Okay, so follow Noni, support Noni if you are looking to make that change, which I hope you are, and whatever baby steps that you can, then go ahead and reach out to Noni as well to go ahead and get that nutritionist that you need and figure out what's going to work for you and your family and your life and figure out what corners you need to cut. And no matter what, I do hope that you always remember, if you take nothing else away from this conversation and episode, is that if she can, I can, we all can. And I sincerely Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Man. Thank you for that. <laughs> Absolutely. So until next time, guys, I'm Amira, and this is Brunch and Slay. 